insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his properties. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks no more before it's too late. That's 914-803-4131. You can also join us in the chat either on YouTube at liberaldanradio.com or on twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio as well. To support the show, you can subscribe to the channel. You can follow me on Twitch. Uh, You can use your Amazon.com subscription to subscribe on Twitch for free, no cost to you. And it gives me a little extra money every month, but it costs you nothing. Uh, You can also... um, Subscribe for the normal cost to the Twitch channel. You could become a member, a liberal animal over on YouTube or a higher membership as well. You can buy subscriptions or memberships on either platform. You can do super chats on YouTube or stickers, etc. cetera. Uh, you can uh, share videos, like videos, comment on videos, etc. All of that good stuff as well to get the algorithms up, to get more people watching the channel and to, of course, uh, drive other people to the channel so they can subscribe as well. So we can hit the thousand viewer or subscriber threshold, or in the four thousand uh, hours watched in the last year to hit the next uh, partner threshold. I see Trucker John in the chat. Shout out to Trucker John. Um, make sure to go watch him. He also just became a YouTube partner. Mazel tov to you, my friend. Good to see you making a success. We love to give shouts out to. Everyone who gets success, we want everybody to uh, be elevated, especially because YouTube made stupid decisions in deciding how you could be monetized or not. They threw the baby out with the bathwater, if you will. Um, I, I, my, my absence, obviously the first week I was gone because I was on a ship, and the second week I was gone because I caught the flu on the ship. I was the only one in my family to catch the flu, uh, go figure, and... Uh, I was very hoarse. I could not. I could hardly talk at all. Uh, you could still probably hear a little bit of the raspiness going on. At first, I thought it was just the karaoke that blew my my vocal cords out, but no, it was me getting a sore throat and me getting the flu. At least I didn't get COVID, right? There are other people apparently on the ship that did get COVID. I got influenza A. Other people got influenza B. It was just a flooding petri dish, and I get to do it all over again in July. Because we bought a, we got a cheap deal on a cruise in July too. It was like a hundred dollars for me, a hundred dollars for my wife. 
six hundred for Thomas, and then like two hundred more for for Henry. So ridiculously cheap cruise for a week uh, in July, and so I'll probably you know be off that week as well, and then who knows? I'll probably be sick again for the week afterwards. But so you'll see me drinking my big tea again over the course of the show as I rant, and um, I will I have I'll be sucking on some. Sucking on some of uh, throat lozenges. I have lots of water to make to stay hydrated, and I will last as long as I can last. I'm not going to strain the uh, throat uh, too much, uh, but you know, I need to get back on the air. So, just you know, gotta gotta keep the show going. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Anyway. I did manage to put up put up a new um, just the clip. We'll we'll play that in a little bit. Uh, first things first. Uh, looks like we do have Khalil. Haven't talked to Khalil in a good bit, so we'll, let's let's go to Khalil first. Uh, let him have a couple of minutes to chat. Uh, what's going on, Khalil? How how have you been in the last few weeks? I've been okay. I um I'm going to Richmond again, and cool. I'm doing a poor people. I'm doing a poor people's campaign. I'm for um, doing that protest, and um, basically, I have. Um, I'm going to be marching from the St. Paul Episcopal Church to the State House in Virginia, mm-hmm. and uh, basically, also what I'm going to do is also um, <clears throat> make sure that I might bring a hard hat around. I'm not sure because in case something it gets out of control, basically, I um, don't get hit. Well, hopefully they. Hopefully it's not going to get out of control and people aren't going to use it to do something stupid. Cause hopefully I, not. Because I, I was told sometimes they have people that help make make sure it doesn't get out of hand. Sometimes these types of protests, they um, make sure that people they have some type of mediators or something like that. I don't know if you call them security or mediators or what you call them. Right. And uh, basically, it's about immigration, uh, abortion rights, uh, gay marriage, transgender rights, um, poverty, affordable housing, and all that stuff. Pretty much everything that's under attack. (laughs) Yep. I was saying, one of the things I said to, um, one of the things I said is, you can't, if you're going to be against gun control, people who are against gun control might as well be against uh, abortion too, abortion bans too. Mm-hmm. But once again, like I said, they don't want to see hypocrisy when it's their side. Nope. Like you said, um, not at all. And that, hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, I know. Like um, when I was at a protest in Ohio, it was about illegal foreclosures. Chase Bank, mm-hmm. you. There were some people on the street that had some orange armbands directing traffic, mm-hmm. which, and they made they were talking to the police officers, making sure that everything stayed safe. You know, as far as people not riding, as far as people like staying out of the traffic, you know, right. out of the road and stuff like that. And um, that's what they did. I'm I'm hoping that when I go to this thing, that the, we have they um. We have a good time, and we get make our point across. Hopefully. I mean, you know, it's always good to have a good protest. 
Uh, we definitely yeah. need to get the word about all of the issues needs to get out there because this is a very important election. We need to get lots of people mobilized and motivated because there are a lot of people who seem like they're wanting to stay to stay home. And that, that's one of the reasons why this is a fat man rant episode, because I have a lot of stuff that I'm going to be ranting about. Um, and, well, you know, I like to rant, so I'll be ranting. <laughs> Yeah. So definitely let, let us know how it goes. Uh, when is that When is that oh, going on? When is that happening? This, this Saturday coming up. Very cool. So you're going to march on, in March, huh? Yep. Very, very cool. So, anywho, um, anything else to, to throw out there? Um, oh, uh, the, I don't know if I told you this, but the FBI guy, he invited me to Richmond. Mm-hmm. Again, so um, basically he invited me to meet some of his coworkers and everything. Mm-hmm. And I might, I might, matter, matter of fact, I might see one since I'm going to a protest. Might see one of his workers since I'm going to a protest. Hmm. I'm not saying I will, but I might see one of them, basically making sure things won't get out of hand. Right. Not only that, but we're, we're going to a church, so people like that will blend in good. Probably. Yeah. All right, man. So, well, definitely, uh, you stay safe and uh, again, let us know how it goes, and 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 hopefully, uh, hopefully, you spread the good word and 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 if things go well. Yeah. Thank you. I pray that it goes right. well. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Good talking to you, man. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, friend of the show, Khalil. Everyone, thank you very much for calling in, and as always, good to hear from you. Uh, again, you could always call and show as well if you want to talk. 914-803-4131, If you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, and I don't already know you, like Khalil, uh, go to the YouTube chat and leave your uh, name and phone number. Not your phone number, but at least the, the area code that you're calling from so I know uh, who you are and where you're calling from so uh, we can do you a little bit of call screening. <laughs> So, because we don't want to have the uh, the uh, people who cause uh, a ruckus uh, come on in and and cause problems, as we as as sometimes they tend to do. So let's go ahead and let's see if we can pull this up real quick. Go to my channel since this is live now. Um, even though even though there is no need for commentary, we still might have commentary about it. Um, I'm sure y'all have seen this already. I'm sure people have already talked about this already, but I had to do a, a just the clip about this because, well, you know, it's ridiculous. Although I'm, I should probably load this in Opera. Because that was the last time I had to load, again, load the videos in Chrome. It starts being stupid. So yeah, I have a little bit of congestion, a little bit of, little bit of chest congestion, a little bit of nasal still going on. So I uh, trying to work it out, trying to make sure that I don't go too overboard with everything. But you know, again, needed to do the show. 
All right, so here we go. Let's get this open in Opera because I didn't have the problem when it wasn't in Opera last time, or when it was in Opera last time. All right, alternate screen. Here we go. Let's turn these off. Uh, the Venmo and the and me and the buy me a coffee. Dismiss that. Turn on the sound. And here we go. Yeah, they love sneakers. Nothing like a good generalization to, you know, that reinforce the racism of, of you and your ilk. I mean, come on, bruh. I mean, it, it's like they don't, either they don't hear themselves or they don't even care. It's just like, they, they you know, and there, there's the whole Donald Trump thing with the whole hey, you know, they love me because of my mug shot. Like, come on. <coughs> they love me. I have a mug shot. And they, put, they make T-shirts of my mug shot because they, they, they can sympathize because they have mug shots too. So, you know, they, they, they feel me, bruh. I'm waiting for him to start, like, start trying to speak like, you know, excuse me, I speak jive. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. <laughs> I said it as taking a sip. <laughs> Guy in the cliff, Trucker John. I thought Pee Wee Herman was dead. I wish Pee Wee Herman was alive and that guy could be, because holy crap. <laughs> yeah. So, oof. Yeah. From airplane. Uh, excuse me, Stuart, as I speak jive. I'm down with the homies. I, I, they love me because I've been wrongfully incarcerated, wrongfully arrested. The, the, the man is after me. The popo, if you will. Don't. The five O is after me. Rolling down the street, smoking endo, sipping on gin and juice. <laughs> they are very gaudy sneakers. And I mean, there are going to be plenty of the fact that the fact it's 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 very it's proof that the Biden economy is doing well. That people can buy these sneakers. If people can afford to buy those sneakers, the Biden economy is doing excellent. If nobody, I mean, if you can buy that crap, Biden's economy is excellent. And if Biden doesn't use that as something during his campaign, then, then there's something wrong with the people running his campaign. They got to be like, you know, this economy is great. People bought your ugly ass shoes. It's just ridiculous. Just, I'm just sitting here imagining, though, just Donald Trump, you know, spitting bars, you know, trying to, trying to uh, in other ways, 
connect with 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 the black community that so that supposedly now loves him because he's been arrested multiple times and that's supposedly according to him was what's gonna get even though the fact that you know he's the one that wrote that giant that two page times New York Times article ad or whatever it was saying that they should send the Central Park Five to to the death penalty even though they were wrongfully incarcerated you know even though he's made tons of racist comments, done tons of racist actions, but you know, yeah, the black black people love Donald Trump. Sure, I mean black people, you know, I mean you've got um, they they're mentioned in uh, he's mentioned in, in in at least one rap song that I'm aware of, you know, because uh, they 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 might appreciate his living large, if you will, but they're not gonna. They don't like him, except for maybe Kanye, who is just nuts. So you have to be nuts to actually like Donald Trump. Anywho, so I'm I'm pretty much done with the Donnie voice, Penny. So... (laughs) I can't do too much impressions with the uh, with with my with my throat. So anyway, let's uh, let's move on to the next subject though, which is going to be um, which, which which do I want to do first? So I want to do there's there's several I could do. There's there's several things I want to rant about, and let's see because one one of them is. The Michigan voters. One of the, let's do Biden's first. Let's do the Biden thing first. Let's right, turn that off because we don't need that yet. Um, I need to go back and reload that. But yeah. Anyway, getting that ready for the next one. But yeah, so this is a Fat Man Rant episode. So as a Fat Man Rant episode, we're putting the Fat Man Rant behind us because we're going to record this and split it up and re-upload them as Fat Man Rants to be, you know, behind us. So first things first. I am sick and tired of hearing about Joe Biden's age and Joe Biden's mental competency. I mean, I'm, I'm just tired of it. First of all, Donald Trump is younger and he's more mentally incompetent than Joe Biden ever has been. I mean, I, I went to Joe Biden's book tour thing before he ran for president and he was on point. I watched Joe Biden at the correspondence dinner and he was on point. Uh, when Steve Ducey, uh, Ducey or whatever it is, uh, asked him a question about his uh, mental capacity, as if, if he has mental issues or whatever, Joe Biden was like, President Biden was like, I must have mental issues because I keep allowing you to ask questions. And I was like, ooh, snap. So, yeah, Joe Biden is on the ball. Yeah, he is a little bit older. 
but, you know, that's fine. But here's the thing. Back in the day, I've talked about this before on the show, but back in the day, we had a situation where in Louisiana, and I wasn't in Louisiana yet. I was still in Maryland. We had, there was somebody running for governor, Edwin Edwards, and he was known as a corrupt politician. He hadn't gone to jail yet. He hadn't gone to prison. But he was known to be corrupt. It was rumored or whatever. But in the runoff election, it was him against David Duke, you know, former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. And when they ran, the slogan that people chose for him was, vote for the crook. It's important. It didn't matter how crooked Edwin Edwards was. It was important to vote for him against Donald Trump. One thing that I, against, with Hillary Clinton, when Hillary Clinton ran again, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, you can forgive me for confusing Donald Trump and David Duke, I guess. But yeah, vote for the crook, it's important, Edwin Edwards against David Duke. When Hillary Clinton, in 2016, ran against Donald Trump, the one of the things that perhaps I should have maybe realized or maybe people should have realized is that maybe we should have doubled down on that too, which is, which is, look, I don't believe that Hillary Clinton is as crooked as Donald Trump is trying to claim that she is by crooked Hillary or whatever, but fine. You want to say that Hillary, Hillary Clinton is crooked. You're sitting here pandering to white supremacists, the people that David Duke liked to pander to fine. You want to say Hillary Clinton is crooked? Vote for the crook. It's important. Double down on it. I'd rather have a crooked Hillary Clinton than a, I would have rather have had a crooked Hillary Clinton than a Donald Trump in office. Why am I saying all this? Because I don't believe that Joe Biden is mentally incompetent. I don't believe that Joe Biden's age is a hindrance. He's gotten plenty things done in office, despite the fact that conservatives in the Senate have been a hindrance to him, and despite the fact that he has an activist conservative Supreme Court blocking the things that he wants to get done. He's gotten great stuff done on student loans that have helped many people, including myself. But regardless of all that, President Biden could be a vegetable sitting in a wheelchair, drooling with a wet nurse, feeding him strained peas with diarrhea flowing out of his diaper. And he would still be a better president than Donald Trump. So whatever the hell you want to say about Joe Biden and whatever problems you think Joe Biden has, Joe Biden could be sitting there doing drool rolling out of his mouth and, and again, poop falling out of his diaper and, and being fed strained peas and being wiped with whatever. whatever. He could be that bad off and would still be a better president than Donald Trump. So maybe we need a slogan like that too. Vote, vote for 
Sleepy Joe is important or whatever. Just double down on it. Just embrace the hell out of it so they can't use it anymore and just be like, because it's more important, because it's better to have Sleepy Joe than it is to have Crooked Donald. Because I'd rather have somebody freaking in a coma than the harm that Donald Trump would do. Period. That's that's my rant. <laughs> that's the first rant, at least. What's up, human F being over in the over in the Twitch chat? Wundermom over in the Twitch chat. Thank you, Tim over there in the and Chris Wundermom as well over in the YouTube chat. Um Chucker John, clean that up in post. There there'll be some cleaning up in post. Although I don't mind. I don't actually don't mind um the fact that I confuse Donald Trump and David Duke. I think that's fine. I think that actually makes a good rhetorical point. So Tim, you don't think that's a good campaign friend for Biden? I don't know. I'm just saying, look, I don't care. Like, I don't, okay, I, I, I'm, I'll double down it. I don't think that he's that way. I, again, I, I, I repeated several times. I don't think that he's incompetent. But even if he was, he would still be a better president than Donald Trump. That's my point. So that's rant number one <laughs> of, of the multiple rants for this episode. Where's the sec? Where's this? Where's my, where's my little cheat sheet? There it is. All right. <coughs> Trump is Trump is running a good campaign. Trump's campaign is, let's go to let's campaign in in the courtroom, and then we're gonna we're gonna lie about what's going on in the courtroom, and then we're gonna we're gonna make my my people feel sorry for me because. They're they're thinking that I'm oppressed because they're bringing me to court. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if the amount of people that Biden is losing for whatever reasons, and we'll get to that in a little bit, is going to outweigh the amount of people that Trump is losing because he's an idiot and because they don't want to vote for Trump. Like the, like I also don't know. It's hard to tell because you have like the Nikki Haley people because Trump lost trump didn't you you would think that with trump as popular as he is amongst the conservatives and republicans that he would get a bigger percentage of the vote trump got 60 40 in south carolina you would think that trump would get a much higher percentage of that vote now in south carolina you can vote if you're an independent you can vote if you're a democrat as long as you didn't vote in the democratic primary in south carolina so maybe we'll see in some of these closed primary states, as Super Tuesday rolls around, how many of these registered Republicans, where it's only registered Republicans voting, we're going to see how they end up voting. We're going to see how how those end up going. Is Nikki, are, are, are you going to have a, is it going to be like over 30%, over 33%? Is she still, is, are there states where she's going to get? 40% or so, especially in states that matter. What's going to happen in Michigan? 
how will the Michigan primary turn out? What percentage of the state will Nikki Haley get in Michigan? We'll see. Because that's ultimately what's going to be the ultimate factor is if Donald Trump is going to win or not, is whether or not whatever votes Biden loses for whatever reasons, and we're going to rant about that in a little bit, whatever votes Biden loses because of issues pertaining to Israel, um, is Trump has Trump lost the same amount of votes because of his criminal accusations, so to speak. Chris, they're both old, but only one is a clear presentation of democracy. Exactly. <laughs> Uncle Joe wants to show wants to show me that he really wants to win. Hillary waited until it was too late to appeal to independent Illinois voters. And I think Biden is going to show that he really wants to win. I think he's going to get out there. So, anywho, so let's go to the next rant, if you will. The next rant has to do with. Alabama. South Carolina will probably Nikki's best showing. It probably it may very well be. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So you have a lot of people in the media and a lot of politicians who were shocked and surprised at the ruling that came down in Alabama that all of a sudden now in vitro fertilization is, is under threat in Alabama because they now consider Petri embryos to be the same thing as embryos inside of a womb. But all of those people who are shocked and surprised, be they people in the media or be they people who are politicians just need to resign because they're useless. I've been dealing with these people for years. I've been arguing with these people for since like 2004, maybe even earlier when I first started really getting in, maybe, maybe even 2000. When I first started getting into politics and I first started debating people when it comes to the issues like abortion, and I got real deep into the abortion discussions with these people, I knew since 2000 that these people were not only against abortions like late-term abortions and second term of second trimester abortions or first or just abortions in general but that these people oppose birth control pills they oppose the morning after pill they oppose um they oppose abortion pills and they oppose in vitro fertilization and i would ask these people in these debates for years and years and years why are you opposed to in vitro fertilization these people are trying to have a kid don't you, isn't your whole thing that you want babies born? These people are trying to have babies. You're against these people having babies? Well, in part of in vitro fertilization, you have to, you end up discarding the embryos, and that's killing the embryos. Right? But let's say these people have like endometriosis, right? I'm telling these people. So if they're trying through natural processes 
to try and have a baby, that they might, you know, keep creating an, an embryo and then it'll discard and discard and discard. And you might discard an embryo every month. More than what you norm what normally happens, because the normal embryo discardation rate, that's the right word, is about thirty percent. That's a conservative estimate. So like created embryos don't often will just not attach. But when it comes to people who are having issues getting pregnant, it's more. And so I ask these people, so you want these people to just keep trying it naturally, knowing full well that it's that they're just going to have these embryos be discarded, where they could otherwise try it with a doctor, where they might have more success and might have less embryos be discarded overall? Well, yes, because it's natural, so it's God's will. It's now the doctor doing it. Like, if, if you really view the embryo as a child, if you put a child in a situation where there was a natural 30% chance that, that child would die, that's child endangerment. You would go to prison, regardless of whether or not the child died or not. You'd go to prison. It's child endangerment. So that's, that's proof it's not a child. And then I always bring up the typical argument of, let's say you're in a room in a hospital or whatever, and there's a, there's a freezer to your left on wheels, and there's a, there's a cart on the right with an infant, and all of a sudden a fire alarm goes out. You can only push one of these carts to safety because there's a fire in the building. Do you push out the freezer with a thousand embryos, or do you push out the infant in the cart? You can only push out one. Nobody's saying that they're going to push out the cart. Everyone's going to push out the infant, which automatically tells you that the infant clearly is is the baby and the embryos are not. Because if the embryos were babies, you would save the thousand of them. But no, you would save the infant. Because, you know, most people are not monsters. Well, some are, but even... Even the most ridiculous pro-life people would immediately go save the infant first. But again, they don't want to hear that because they, they, it all, all common sense or logic or reason that they might have ever had just goes out the window when you think about the embryos as babies. It's absurd. But it, but again. I've been arguing with these people. I've been talking and discussing these issues with these people for over 20 years. These people have felt this way for a very long time. This is nothing new. They've been against in vitro fertilization forever. Ever since Roe v. Wade, ever since it became a thing, they've been against it. So if you don't, if you're all of a sudden now shocked I can understand maybe a layperson being like, oh, this is kind of weird. But if you're in the media reporting on this, or if you're a politician feigning that you're shocked and horrified of, no. Dummy, 
this is nothing new. This has always been the end game for them. They've always wanted to ban IVF. They've always wanted to ban every single thing that helps people have say over their own reproduction, whether it's birth control pills, whether it's IVF, whether it's abortion, whether it's the morning after pill, whether it's Miffy Prestone. They're always going to use the government to prevent you from having your say as to whether or not you're going to have a kid or not. Whether or not it's to help you have a kid or to not have a kid. They're going to use the government to interfere because they don't want you to have autonomy over what you do with your own body. It's one of the reasons why this upcoming election is vitally important. Why people can't just sit home. Why people can't just, you know, say, oh, they're the same. Why people, at least in states that matter. If you live like in Massachusetts, you live in Louisiana, doesn't matter. If if you're upset with Biden for whatever reason or for known reasons, fine. Massachusetts is going for Biden. Louisiana is going for Trump. Nothing we can do about it. Done. But in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania... Those states matter. And if you're going to sit there and you're going to put people at risk because you're mad at Biden, I have problems. And there's going to be another rant about that in a second. Wes, Mikey Johnson wants to ban his son's uh, masturbation. Well, you know, at least he wants to ban the 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 watching of the porn or whatever, because you know they've monitor each other's porn watching habits, which is kind of weird. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to know what my dad watches, like seriously. But you know, but it, it just, I mean, but it's typical. Speaker Johnson, I mean, it's funny his last name's Johnson, with the whole, you know, watching each other's porn habits. It's it's typical. It's part of the course for Republicans. Why do I say that? Because what happens with Republicans is they want they they can't control themselves. You get the toe tapper guy. I always forget his name now. It's been such a long time since the the guy like was toe tapping in the airport stall or whatever. You know David Vitter, who is you know with serious sins with hookers. Although he still claims that those New Orleans stories aren't true. But you've got. You've got all of these Republicans who need other people to prevent them from doing what they don't want to do or they claim they don't want to do. They probably really do want to do it, but they feel ashamed about doing it because they've been made to feel shame about their own sexual impulses and urges from the day one because, you know, they live in a repressed sexual, sexually repressed culture 
that makes them feel horrible for feeling, you know, feelings that are natural. Chris, you get the good stuff from your teens. <laughs> Can QB, they are for IVF if the woman could not reduce the number of implanted embryos after, after the treatment. They, they claim that they're for IVF, but they're really not for IVF. They're just like, because IVF always involves a risk of having embryos get discarded. Because, because, because what basically the the at least the, the Supreme Court justice, I think in Alabama was based or the Chief Justice was saying was that well couldn't you do like you take one and you create one and then you implant the one and if that doesn't work you create do the next one and you do it one by one and it's like that's just cost prohibitive it's never going to work it's never going to happen it's never going to be something that gets done the way you do IVF is you. You, is you do testing on them to see which ones are viable, which ones are not, and you eat the ones that are not viable. Just It's the way it works. Kind of like how nature works, because nature discards a bunch too. <clears throat> but again, they don't care about how nature works. Nature discards a ton of embryos all of a live long day. But they don't want to hear the logical argument of, well, if you don't want to have any activities where embryos, lots of embryos that get discarded and don't have sex. Because if you're having sex and you create an embryo, there's a 30% chance that embryo is getting yeeted naturally. So you're putting your embryo in a dangerous position and you wouldn't want to do that now, would you? I mean, Chris, I know. it's It's just... It's 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 layman's terms to to describe what's going on. So, anywho, but here's here's the big one. Here is the big the biggin the big. Um, rant that I have planned because <clears throat> I guess I'll, I'll start. MSNBC had uh, interviewed had interviewed several Michigan voters I think in Dearborn, Michigan and, and the, most of the people at this table uh, that, that I'll, I'll bring up in a second will be up here in a second uh, were people who are Muslim. Not everybody. I don't think I think one of them was not, I'm assuming. Um, and, and they were talking about how they're unlikely to vote for Joe Biden. And be, being that it's Michigan, Michigan's an important state because it's a state that Hillary didn't win. It's a state that Biden did win. And so therefore, people saying that they're not going to vote for Biden makes it more likely that Trump's going to win, which is a problem. Um, and and I have a I, I sometimes will hesitate being judgmental on people who are from oppressed cultures, 
because when on issues that pertain to them, because they are the ones that need to be listened to. And as I said in a previous video, you need to listen to them, but you don't always, don't always have to agree with them, but you have to listen to them. But there are some points that are being made in this video that after I listened to it, I was like, you know what? Some of these points are not, are not making sense. And some of these points are, are missing some very important facts that I think need to be covered. So, and I'm going to rant about again, because, you know, fat man rants. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring up the video and from MSNBC. And we're going to play, go through it bit by bit and respond to it and just see what they say. And we will, will respond as they go. Well, and here's one thing. Like, this is part of the thing where I'm initially I'm like, like I, I understand where she's coming from, because we're sending money or weapons to Israel, and Israel is then using those 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 weapons and everything to to bomb Gaza. And I've stated my disagreements with Netanyahu and his actions as it pertains to how he's responded uh, to Ten Seven. And I think Netanyahu should be dragged in front of the Hague for what he's done. I think Netanyahu has, has gone too far with what he's done. Um, but here's a, here's a point that I would make uh, to this individual. And is that, is that because we provide Israel with those weapons, like the fact that, we, that that line is open it gives us the communication lines. It gives us the line of communication. It gives us the leverage to be able to try and push Israel to eventually stop. Whereas if we didn't have those, if we cut off the weapons, then Israel, Netanyahu specifically, would get more desperate and would probably be even worse. Now, I don't think this is in this video. But there was another video that I was watching. I couldn't find that particular clip with these individuals where I think they, they said something about, uh, are you afraid that it could be worse? And the person says, I can't imagine how worse it could be. You lack, um, under Trump, you lack imagination. If you can't imagine how Israel's response to Hamas could be worse with a Trump administration that would be sitting there, sitting there applauding what Netanyahu's doing instead of actively working to try and stop it because Biden, the Biden administration is actively trying to work to stop it. Let's continue. Um, which uh, he's saying that he's hoping that a ceasefire happens Monday. There's a BBC article that says that he is hoping that a ceasefire gets done by Monday. 
And here's the thing, and maybe this is something that, again, I've talked about this on the show before. We're used to four years of an idiot in charge who does all of his diplomacy shouting from the rooftops. Everything is done out loud in public. Everybody gets to hear everything that we do diplomatically, unless it's going to hurt Trump personally. Biden does things differently. Biden does diplomatic things diplomatically, i.e. via back channels, i.e. he talks to people. You know, he, he has his, you know, the people that he's hired go be diplomatic behind the scenes and get things done and negotiate things to get things worked on. So that at the end of the day, he can get it finished. But he has also said that he's hoping that because of all that work, work that's being done, that he's hoping that a ceasefire can get done by Monday. So we'll see by next week if a ceasefire gets done. So hopefully a ceasefire gets done by Monday and this guy will have a good change of heart. But, you know, I, I, don't, I don't understand some of what, what some of these people think Biden can do. Like, I don't, you can't just snap your fingers and force other people to do things. Like, there's none of this would have happened had Hamas not attacked on 10 7. Just had Hamas not attacked on 10 7, there would have been none of this would have happened. None of this would have happened. It doesn't excuse what Netanyahu did. <coughs> not one bit. None of it would have happened. Hamas not act on 10 But, so it's unreasonable to say that Israel should not have responded. It's reasonable to say that Israel should not be responding in the way that they're responding. But it's also unreasonable for people to say that there needs to be an immediate ceasefire without mentioning hostages. That's the other thing that I went about with this, with this stuff. Where is this discussion about hostages? You can't say there needs to be an immediate ceasefire and then leave out the hostages. Like, you have to say there needs to be an immediate ceasefire with an immediate release of all hostages. If you say that, I'm in, I'm in complete agreement with you. I will completely agree with you. Immediate ceasefire upon release of all hostages. But if you don't release all the hostages, how are you going to get Israel to ceasefire? It's, there's no way to get Israel to do a ceasefire if you don't release all the hostages. It doesn't make any sense. Not one. Because why would, if, if you get Israel to, to do a ceasefire and Hamas still has the hostages, why would then Hamas release them? It doesn't make any sense. And there's a lot of aid that America gives to the Palestinian people or that's supposed to go to the Palestinian people. But Hamas takes it and uses it to build tunnels underneath and uses it to kill Israeli citizens as well. They're just not as good at it. But just because you're not as good as it doesn't mean you're not as deplorable. But again, where is this guy's talking about the hostages? You need to bring up the hostages in order to be taken seriously on this issue. If you're not bringing up the hostages, how are you supposed to be taken seriously? And this is a council person. 
I believe. Well, if Trump happens and people don't come out and vote against Trump, then it is the voters' fault for not voting against Trump. Because in the grand scheme of things, regardless of what I might agree or disagree with when it comes to Biden, Trump is existentially so much worse. And if you can't see that, there's a huge problem. West liberals need to stop saying deplorable, too many bad memories. No, it's fine. Deplorable. And here's, my, here's the main rant, all right? Here's the main rant. Because this guy is, at this point, I'm going to say clueless. Short-term pain? Look, if this was Mitt Romney running against Joe Biden, if this was somebody like a John McCain, I mean, it can't be John McCain. But if it was somebody like a John McCain running against Joe Biden, if this was like a Liz Cheney running against Joe Biden, I might be able to see the argument that it might be short-term pain. I might not agree. I'm not going to agree with it because there's still problems with the Republican Party in and of itself, regardless of that it's not Trump. But at least I could see an argument that he might be able to see that with a, a John McCain type person or a Mitt Romney type person or even a Liz Cheney type person, that four years of that type of Republican might be short-term pain. I might be willing to see that, even if I don't agree with it. I cannot see how anybody could view four more years of Donald Trump as anything close to short-term pain. Four more years of Trump is long-term pain. It's, we're done. I mean, he's telling you he's going to be a dictator on day one. A dictator on day one doesn't stop being a dictator on day two. We're done. There's no going back if Donald Trump gets back in office. We're flat out done. It's not short-term pain. And who do you think he's coming for? It's not just the Mexicans, I'm telling you. He's the one that wanted to do a total and complete ban on Muslims entering the country. Total and complete. Did y'all forget that? How could y'all forget that? Total and complete ban of Muslims entering the country is what he campaigned on in 2016. That just magically just gotten out of your heads? Give me a frickin' break. There's no short-term pain with Donald Trump. 
and in office. It will be long-term pain. It's an existential threat, not just to us, but to the planet. He will bend over backwards or forwards or whoever, however Putin wants him to. Ukraine will be toast. Ukraine will be completely annexed by Putin. NATO will be gone because Trump will pull out of NATO. Trump's already said he'll welcome Putin to go steamroll over non-dues-paying NATO countries. He'll sit there and applaud as Netanyahu just completely flattens Gaza. Think thousands dead or bad? Try millions. So Trump will be like, sure, I'll give I'll give Netanyahu everything you want. Flatten the whole place. Take it over. You have my blessing. It's ridiculous. Again, if you don't see how much worse it would be under net under how much Netanyahu would be under a Trump, your imagination is lacking. If you only think it's going to be short-term pain under a Trump, then you're not paying attention. I get it. You don't like how Biden is handling it. And I'm, I'm it's fine. I get it. You don't like how Biden is handling it. You, you wish he would have a, a stronger stance when it comes to Netanyahu publicly. I don't know how much, you know, he does things behind the scenes, and you're not seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's my opinion that if Joe Biden were to cut off all funding, were to cut off all aid to Israel, that Israel would be like, well, we're desperate now. We don't have an incoming flow of weapons, so we need to, we need to flatten Gaza now while we have the ability to do so. And it would be done. And you would see much more death going on because you would see a panicked, cornered Netanyahu acting out, lashing out. That's my opinion. But knowing Netanyahu as I know, as I've known him through the years, as I've followed him through the years, as I've hated him through the years, that's what I think he would do which is why I think it's important that we have that leverage over him in aid. Because without that aid leverage, we have no ability to have a say or try and, to, try and to try and force a negotiation at the table. Maybe they don't want to see it. It's fine. But what's not fine is, is the fact that, they, that he thinks it's going to be short-term pain. That's ridiculous and absurd and anybody who thinks that we'll have short-term pain under Trump is ridiculous. Because more of the people are going to die if Trump is in office. Because more people are going to die overall if Trump is in office. How many people died in the United States of America because Trump was president during COVID? Trump cared more about the optics of testing. He wanted to stop testing because he didn't like how the numbers looked. 
he fought masking. He was he didn't want to mask. He didn't want to set an example by masking because it wouldn't look good behind the resolute desk. He was a complete failure as president as for COVID. And because of his ineptitude as president and his inability to understand a little bit of science or to even trust his own experts when it came to science. And to set an example, hundreds of thousands of more people died because of him than needed to. Why is it more important? Why is Trump, it's not more important, but more people are going to die under a Trump presidency. You're going to see more Ukrainians die. You're going to see see more people in NATO die. Deaths will go up under Trump. Guarantee you. Not just of Palestinians, but all across the world. Because he owes his life I'm sure he owes money to Russian oligarchs, and he will bend over forwards and backwards, and again, any way that Putin wants him to, because he's Putin's little bitch. Because again, more than that is going to be killed if Trump gets into office. You're going to see People rounded up in this country, being deported, being shoved. You already have his people, his, his, it's being reported that his experts want to round people up and shove um, migrants into concentration camps in this country. You already have him, you know, you know he wants to back Netanyahu, whatever he does, and he'll have, he'll fully support Netanyahu raising it up to 11 you know he's not going to interfere with Putin and, and Ukraine. You know he's not going to. You know he's not going to give Zelensky any any more weapons. You know he'll let Zelensky just fold, and Ukraine will be part of the Soviet Republic again. So yeah, I don't want to see any more Palestinians die. Not a single soul. I don't want to see any more Palestinians die. I don't want to see any more Ukrainians die that have to. I don't want to see more, any more Americans die that have to. I don't want to see any more immigrants die that have to. I don't want to see any, any, any immigrants be shoved into concentration camps. I don't want to see NATO fall apart. I don't want to see the planet fall apart. And if Donald Trump gets into office, that's what's going to happen. And you can't see that because you have your blinders on. And that's the problem here. is that you have a myopic view of the world, is that you're so focused on the one problem, which is a problem. Don't get me wrong. What Netanyahu is is doing in Gaza is absolutely a problem. He's gone too far, and I've criticized him before, and I'll do it again. It's absolutely a problem what he's done in Gaza. Israel had every right to go after Hamas, but not like that. And Netanyahu should have stopped Hamas before the attacks because they knew about it before 10-7, as I predicted. And they didn't. Why? Because Netanyahu 
likely wanted to be able to use the attacks after 10-7 to his political benefit, which just makes him even more of a monster, which is another reason why he needs to be dragged in front of the Hague. But to have such a myopic view of the world and to only focus on the harm being done right now and not understand the increased harm that would be done by allowing Donald Trump to win is stupid, plain and simple. And that's the risk we face by not getting out there and voting and making sure that Donald Trump loses, which sometimes means you have to vote for somebody that you don't agree with 100%. It sometimes even means you have to vote for somebody that you don't necessarily like. Because the alternative is an existential threat to the planet. Period. (sighs) Anywho. That's my rant. Most of my rants, at least. Trucker John, if the U.S. stopped supporting Israel, the entire Middle East would flatten Israel in about two weeks. I don't know. I think Israel has nukes, don't they? I don't know how much of the rest of the Middle East does. I think the rest, I think the rest of the Middle East would be nuked. Chris, Netanyahu is Israel's Trump. Pretty much. Um, Kimchi, Biden is doing it exactly right. I, I agree. He's doing it behind the scenes. He's doing it diplomatically. And he's, he's, doing, he's doing what needs to be done in diplomatic ways which is something that we're not used to in this country because we're used to a blowhard who, you know, likes to do everything in public. See, it was a military group from Hamas. They wanted to trigger an uprising. They had no idea how powerful. No, they knew how powerful the IDF is. Absolutely, they knew. But the people in charge of Hamas don't live in Gaza. They live like outside and they, and they, and they take like a bunch of the money and they live, they're, they're millionaires. And they don't, they, they've convinced the, the extremists to just, you know, die for them. Because, you know, they've convinced them that to be martyrs is a great thing. So... Every panel is anti-Biden. The MSM sickens me. I think. Well, I think the problem. I think what the what the mainstream media is trying to do is they're trying to understand why they're anti-Biden. But maybe you know it would be nice to see them interviewing some pro-Biden people because that's this is what they do. This this is one of the things that the media has been doing. 
is like they'll they'll interview all of the anti Biden people and then they'll be like, Why isn't anybody talking about all the good things that Biden is doing? Because you don't have them on. Like that's why I talk that's why I've tried to make a you know, I would have had another video out about, you know, the, the case for Joe Biden, the case against Donald Trump this week, but I was still I was trying to rest my voice this weekend so I would be able to do a show today. Uh, I'm actually surprised I've lasted this long, honestly. Um, but but the um, but I mean, there should be more people out there talking about the wonderful things that have been done on like student loans and stuff like that. There should be more people explaining, you know, why you know it's good that we have somebody who does things, you know, politically or, or diplomatically behind the scenes and not all out in public like Donald Trump used to do. But, you know, it's it's better for them and more controversial for them to have all of the naysayers on. So they're going to have the naysayers on because it makes for good news, I suppose. Kelly Anderson, this guy's out of touch, punishing Joe. He's punishing everyone. No, he's bigger than this. That's also the point I, want, I did want to make because it's not just punishing Joe. You're right. It's not just punishing Biden. It's punishing gay people. It's punishing, you know, women and anybody else who can get pregnant. It's punishing um, trans people. It's punishing so many other people. It's not just punishing Joe Biden. The long-term pain, and I'm gonna have to, I think I said that in a roundabout way, but the long-term pain that takes place with Joe Biden losing and Donald Trump winning, it's not short-term pain. It's long-term pain. Chris, masks smeared as orange makeup. It's probably one of the reasons why. Jeff Curry, we do make a fine dish. We throw it in the main dish, and I come behind with a quip, his spicy little side dish. It would be caliente. I would like a spicy caliente, a dish of of curry and kimchi. The curry and kimchi hour. Yes, show reset, Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Mondays and Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central, here on liberaldayandradio.com, which is the YouTube channel, or on twitch.tv slash liberaldayandradio as well. Um, you can always uh, subs- you can f- subscribe on Twitch for free if you have Amazon Prime. Doesn't cost you a single penny, uh, or doesn't cost you a dime. I guess that's that's the rhyme. Uh, or you can uh, you can also buy other people's subscriptions, gift subscriptions. You can also um, on YouTube you can become a liberal animal. Um, you can gift memberships there. You can do super chats as well. All that fun stuff. Uh, you can become a patron, patreon.com slash liberaldan. You can buy me a cider. Go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, or go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio. Um, you can buy me a cider that way. You can go to the Venmo and Venmo me, just your friends and family, because you're not buying anything from me. Um, yada, yada, yada. What else? Um, always, just, always remember to like videos, comment on videos, share them uh, with your friends. Uh, respond to people, get the algorithms going, get more people coming to the channel so they'll subscribe as well. Um, that would be great, though. I'd love to see a Jeff Curry kimchi show. 
We should have like the Liberal Day and Radio Network. <laughs> Biden family dog commander has bravely offered to testify in private at Comer and Jordan's houses. <laughs> that would be lovely. Chuck John saying hello over in the Twitch channel too. Hello, Chuck John. Um, so what else? That, did I tell everybody what happened with my with my health care? I don't know if I, I don't know if I updated everybody on my health care yet. That's that's a fun story. Um, I know I told Aaron, but on my health insurance, um, I know I had told you that I ended up. I was able to I think the last I think maybe the last thing I had said on here was that I was I had given up on the Medicaid working, even though I was approved. They said I was approved through November. I had given up on the Medicaid working. I applied for the work. I applied for my work my work insurance. So the work insurance went through. The work insurance was going to start January 1st. And then all of a sudden, I got my cards in the mail for the Medicaid. And I was like, now I have double insurance. Great. And then work, work was like, okay, well, since you have double insurance, um, we'll go ahead and cancel your policies. So you'll be good. And then once November comes around, you get your insurance canceled. You'll be able to have a special enrollment period and you'll be able to then enroll for insurance at that point. Like, okay, good. So come to find out, I got a letter in the mail right before I went on my cruise um, say and saying something to the effect of that the insurance is getting that I'm, that I'm, that I'm, that there's some, it was some weirdly worded letter, <coughs> excuse me, that um, the letter was really, really, really weirdly worded, it sounded like it was worded by Jeff Landry, and that I was running, I was not going to have, or that my that first appeal was, was going to be tossed. And then another letter about my other appeal was going to be coming in the mail soon. And I was like, all right, well, that's kind of weirdly worded. But let me go check my portal. I checked the portal and it said, oh, your insurance is now entering February 29th. And I'm like, great. So now I thought I had insurance through Medicaid through the end of November. My Medicaid ends Thursday. Fortunately, it's still a special enrollment period, so I start my work insurance Friday, which means now I now have higher health insurance costs starting in March. So that's that's lovely, lovely for me. More costs, and then I was able to. In the, that whole time period, I was also able to, because Louisiana has. Uh, insurer of last resort, citizens insurance for property insurance. Our property insurance went up from like 6000 a year to 10000 a year. Ridiculous. I was able to find another insurance that goes down to like, down to 6000 back. So I, I cut 4000 off my insurance. So, but I'm, now I'm, so I'm waiting, I'm waiting for a refund from citizens. Who knows how long that's going to take. And then I have to take that refund check, cash it, and send that money to 
um, I, to I thought to Wells Fargo, um, but Wells Fargo also sent me a letter saying, "Hey, we're changing your sir, your loan servicers. So now the whoever some weird named company is now going to be the one who's servicing my loan uh, from this point on. So now I don't know who I send this money to at this point because I haven't gotten any money and many mail from them. So <sighs> fun, fun, fun for all. Big hook. Here's the real danger. If they get Trump elected, who do you think they will blame if their votes made the difference? Not well, not well thought through. Right. It'll be like, what's the thing? It's like, that's the the thing that they'll do. And this is the thing that, that that the extremist whiny left, like I consider myself a leftist. I consider myself a progressive, but I'm like a pragmatic progressive. But like the whiny leftists blame the Democratic Party for not naming a party, not naming a candidate who could beat Trump. You should, you should name, you should have, you should have named a candidate that we would vote for. Well, we had the incumbent, and he was the incumbent president, and normally you just vote for the incumbent president. Because normally the party in charge doesn't go against the incumbent president. And the last time that happened, Ted Kennedy challenged Carter, and that's how he got Reagan. But, you know, because the, 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 the whiny 5% thinks that it needs to be catered to without proving why it needs to be catered to. So... What, get that nutty Canada girl Jolie on board? What? <coughs> okay, the other thing I want to talk about today, one of the other things I want to talk about today, is uh, Next Benedict. If you haven't heard about this before, uh, the tragic case, uh, death of a teenager, um, the day after there was a fight in a Oklahoma school in the bathroom, um, police investigation into the death of a 16-year-old, non-binary, use they/them pronouns. Um, the cause of death is yet to be officially determined, and exactly what happened in the bathroom remains unclear. Uh, Next, Benedict was involved in what authorities called a physical altercation in the toilet, as they, they say in BBC, in the bathroom at Owasso High School on the 7th of February. Uh, it was broken up by other students who were present, aided by a member of the school staff, police, and, and the school said. Uh, the school said the students were in the bathroom for less than two minutes. Uh, security footage told Benedict was able to walk around the building after the fight. The school decided no ambulance was needed, officials said, but its nurse recommended that Benedict undergo further medical checks. Out of an abundance of caution, Benedict's mother, Sue, called the police to the hospital uh, the same day and expressed frustration that the school had not alerted officers to the incident. In body cam footage released by the police of that interaction at the hospital, uh, next, Benedict is seen awake and alert, reclining in a bed with arms folded, giving an account of what happened. A student said the three girls had picked on them in their group because of the way that we dress. The mockery said to have continued in the bathroom with the attackers allegedly asking, why do they laugh like that? Benedict responded by throwing water on the girls. 
according to the account provided by the police, all three of them came at me afterwards. The teenager recalled a fight ensued, and Benedict said they were beaten on the ground before they blacked out. Uh, the school district said the death of the student was devastating, and it was committed to a, quote, safe and inclusive environment for all students, BS. It was also said it was cooperating with the investigation amid speculation and misinformation around the case. Uh, how did Benedict die? It remains unclear. Police statements said medics were sent to a medical emergency at Benedict's home the day after the fight on the 8th of February. In an emergency call, the audio of which was also released by police, Sue Benedict said her child's breathing was shallow and their eyes were rolling back. Uh, I hope this ain't from her head, she said. They were supposed to have checked her out good. She later said in an online post that she had still been getting used to using Benedict's preferred pronouns, they, them. Uh, paramedics performed CPR before rushing Benedict to the hospital where she died, where the teenager died. Um, in a statement released to Embassy News, lawyer representing Benedict's family drew attention to what they described as the devastating effects of bullying and school violence. They called the death a preventable, tra preventable tragedy, adding... The Benedict family calls on all school, local, state, and national officials to join forces to determine why this happened, to hold those responsible to account, and to ensure it never happens again. Latest police statements as preliminary autopsy information indicates the teenager, quote, did not die as a result of trauma. Of course, you know, who knows if the police statement is true or not. Uh, also, police said that they do not, would not comment further until the results of toxicology and other tests were received. Official autopsy report has been promised at a later date. School has not confirmed if Benedict was bullied for their gender identity, but said in the statement to ABC News that bullying in any form is unacceptable. Uh, it added, we take reports of bullying very seriously and have policies and procedures in place to address such behavior. Uh, Benedict has been born around the country. Two vigils were held in Oklahoma on Friday night, with more than a dozen scheduled in, in cities across the U.S. on Monday. An online fundraiser that was launched to cover funeral costs has raised a bunch of money, over $150,000. A message of thanks from Sue Benedict said, um, she had not been expecting the love from everyone. Uh, White House Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre called Benedict's death a, a tragedy, adding every kid should feel safe and should feel protected when they go to school. Advocacy group Freedom Oklahoma said the facts of the incidents were still being established, but that members of the LGBT community had been receiving increased hostility fueled by state law and rhetoric around it. Words and actions of our state elected officials Campaigners have criticized laws in Oklahoma, which ban students from using school toilets and changing rooms that do not align with their birth at sex, their sex at birth. Ryan Walters, Oklahoma's public school superintendent, told New York Times Benedict's death was a tragedy, but restated his view of gender identity. There's not multiple genders. There's two. That's how God created us. Emphasis mine. Um, so, yeah. So, what, what do we expect from Oklahoma? Not that much. Um, of course, according to the Oklahoman, uh, we earlier talked about the ruling uh, in Alabama about the uh, in vitro fertilization. Uh, Oklahoma is considering dozens of bills targeting abortion. Um, an article from Saturday. Uh, what does what do those bills say? House Bill HB House Bill 3216, authored by Representative Kevin West, a Republican, obviously, uh, would ban over-the-counter emergency contraceptives like Plan B, so known as the morning-after pill. The bill would require physicians to file a report with the Oklahoma State Department of Health about each abortion procedure. The health department would have to establish a confidential system of creating unique patient identifiers. Um, so, yeah, so even though the morning after pill is just an, 
increased dose of birth control. This is another attempt to probably go after loving. Um, so they, they're, they'll, I'm sure they'll challenge this in court, and this is just another attempt to make another run at more laws and more rulings to try and overturn stereodecisis. HB 3013, authored by Denise Crosswhite Hayter and David Bullard, uh, would make it a felony conviction if someone is found guilty of knowing another person intends to use an abortion-inducing drug and delivers the drug or possesses the drug with the intent to deliver it to that person. Under the bill, a person convicted of trafficking or attempting to traffic an abortion-inducing drug will be found guilty of a felony and fined up to $100,000 or sentenced up to 10 years in prison. Um, so no, no delivering. This bill doesn't apply to pharmacists, manufacturers, or distributors of drugs or service supplies. So I guess if you're just... I guess if you're a post office and you're a worker and you know it's an abortion drug, who knows? Um, <coughs> Senate Bill 1828 would make it unlawful for ISP, uh, ISP in Oklahoma to allow web pages that sell or provide information about abortion-inducing drugs. This includes mifeprestrone, misoprostrol, and methotrexate. Uh, Senate Bill 1778 targets any person who conceals an abortion from the parent or guardian of a minor or obtains an abortion-inducing drug for a minor by recruiting, harboring, or transporting the minor in the state. Under the bill, anyone who does such things would commit abortion trafficking and face up to two to five years in custody. Uh, Senate Bill 1729, authored by Senator Dusty Devers, uh, the Abolition of Abortion Act would adjust the definition of homicide to include abortion. Uh, HB 4001, authored by Scott Fetter, Fett Gator uh, from Akmogi, uh, would grant a father the right to disagree with someone's decision to have an abortion. I mean, you always have the right to disagree with it, but does that mean that you get to prevent it? Let's see what the word says. Let's see. As relating the ch an act relating to child support amending, by which relates to the commencement of proceeding before childbirth and child actions that may be taken before child's birth, increasing child support, prohibiting mother from certain acts without the consent of the father, and providing an effective date. Uh, blah, 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 blah. A proceeding to determine parentage may be commenced before the birth of the child, but may not be concluded until after the birth of the child. Um, the following actions may be taken before the birth of the child. Service of process discovery, except prohibited by whatever collection is best meant for genetic texting. Upon determination of paternity, the father is responsible for support of the child and has the right to disagree to the mother aborting the child without the consent of the father. That's all, that's, that's all it says. That's all that says. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. So basically, uh, how do you know? How does he know? She could be like, it's not his. I slept with five other people. I cheated on you with 10 other people. It's not yours. Um, see, Senate Joint Resolution 30. 
would amend the Oklahoma Constitution by adding a section that states life begins at conception and unborn fetuses have protectable interests in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and the enjoyment of the gains of their own industry. It would prohibit abortions that aren't intended to prevent a pregnant person's death and finds any person convicted of this guilty of first-degree manslaughter. Bill 1775, authored by Adam, uh, would find any person convicted of administrating, prescribing, or advising, or procuring a medicine, drug, or substance, or instrument to induce abortion for a woman guilty of first-degree murder. Senate Bills 1859 and 538, authored by Greg Treat, uh, would require the Health Department to make grants from funds appropriated by the legislature to reimburse private organizations for programs that assist women in caring children to term and ensures these funds don't go to services assisted women, assisting women in seeking an abortion. Um, SB 1798 would deem abortion unnecessary to preserve the life of a pregnant person if it is based on a psychological or emotional claim, diagnosis, or determination that the pregnant person may engage in life-threatening conduct. Jeez. Um, SB 1886 would prohibit abortion unless it's necessary to preserve a pregnant person's life, and it's a last resort after all other medical options have been reasonably considered. The bill would would delete an exception for rape and incest. Uh, Senate Bill 1809. Damn, the Oklahoma Oklahoma is you know really going after it. Would prohibit healthcare providers from administrating a chemical abortion if it is or affects interstate commerce without physically examining the patient, being present at the chemical abortion, scheduling a follow-up visit within seven days after administration, and providing the catch kit and medical waste bag with instructions for the patient to bring it to the provider for disposal. Uh, Senate Bills 1969 would require the Department of Environmental Quality to sample biosolids or sewage sludge for chemical abortion compounds and to report the sample data. Damn. HB 3002 would define battery as any willful and unlawful use of force or violence upon another person or fetus. The bill would declare that assault and battery becomes aggravated when great bodily injury is inflicted upon a fetus. House Joint Resolution 1046 would amend the Oklahoma Constitution to define conception as the fertilization of the ovum of a female by the sperm of a male. It would also define personhood as the beginning of as beginning at conception and the state or fact of being a human being with characteristics, feelings, and individualized DNA, i.e. screw IVF in Oklahoma too. Um, HB 321, this is going on, wow. Um, authored by West, the Medical Ethics Defense Act would grant a medical practitioner healthcare institution or healthcare player the ability to decline a medical procedure that violates their conscience. It would also allow a medical, a religious medical practitioner, healthcare institution or healthcare player to make employment, staffing, contracting, and admitting privilege decisions consistent with religious beliefs. HB 3214 would not allow a medical provider to be scheduled for, assigned, or requested to perform, facilitate, refer for, or participate in abortion unless the, the practitioner consents in writing. Uh, Senate Bill 18 would prohibit any healthcare institution or payer from being required to participate or pay for healthcare services that violates their conscience. Bill 1670 would amend the Health Education Act to limit health education to physical exercise, activities, and nutrition. It would require the State Department of Education to review curriculum materials related to the Act. 
The bill would also require parents and guardians to provide written consent for their children to receive instruction on reproductive health, sexual consent, sexual behavior, and attitudes. Oh, great. We can't teach children about consent anymore in Oklahoma. So, you know, screw consent so kids can just, you know, we'll just feel like, I guess, I guess learning about consent is not important in Oklahoma, I guess. <sighs> There's more. Holy crap. I need to take a sip of water. Because I brought more than one cup of fluid with me. Senate Bill 1879 would amend the Health Education Act to limit instruction only in areas of physical fitness, intrusive substance abuse and prevention, injury prevention, and personal health. Again, no learning about sex because learning about sex is evil. You don't want to learn how to do it. You don't want to learn how to protect yourself while doing it. And you want to learn about how to make sure that the other people you're doing it with are consented to it either because that's just wrong. Consent is for sissies, I guess. <sighs> Fucking Uncle Holmans. Um, H. Bill 3324 would create parental consent for Child Health Care Act of 2024. What does that do? An act relating to the parents' rights enacting new law, the new section of the law not to be codified in the Oklahoma statutes reads as follows. This act shall be known as, be cited as the Parental Consent for Child Health Act 2024. This act shall be effective November 1st, 2024. And that's it. That's the only thing in this document. What? That's ridiculous. <coughs> HBL 3098 would impose a felony charge for people convicted of knowingly spreading smallpox, syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, hep B, genital herpes, HPV, or trichomonosis, whatever that is. HB 3121 would be the Sex Education Act of 2024. I'm sure that doesn't say anything either. Let's see if I can get more information on that one because it's weird that it only has that. It won't let me see it. That's weird. so weird it's like a, it's like a it's like just a little it's just an but it, there's nothing in the act there's nothing there's no meat to the act it's just an intro that's so bizarre senate bill 1816 would hold a person liable for damages arising from an injury that caused the death of a fetus if the injury was caused by a wrongful act of the person wrongful acts under the bill include the manufacturer marketing mailing distribution transportation Transportation, delivery, provision, or possession of Mifeprestrone and Mifeprestrol. Anti-abortion bills carried over for 2023. And there's more. Wes, before any sex ed class, most kids have a good idea about sex. I mean, most kids know, know that they want it. But, like, I mean, I had parents that actually taught me about stuff. But 
not everybody, um, not everybody, uh, you know, my, my class, I, in seventh grade, I think it was, I think it was in seventh grade in, in my parochial school, we learned, we, we covered things like, um, STIs and condoms and stuff like that, because it's not immoral to have knowledge. That's what these conservatives don't get. It's not having knowledge is not immoral. The farm kids have eyes. Sure, but you know, cows and sheep don't have don't use condoms. Can't they can't teach people how to use condoms. So abortion bills, anti-abortion bills from 2023, SB 287 would provide abortion or prohibit abortion access unless it's to save a pregnant person's life. Uh, it would find any person convicted of performing abortion given to a felony. Um, prenatal Equal Protection Act would protect, protect fetuses with the same criminal and civil laws that protect people. Um, Senate Bill 731 would add and modify definitions of abortion. Of course it will. Does this have anything like in it, or is it just, just like the intro as well and nothing else? Do, 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 do. See, abortion, they crossed that a bunch of stuff has the same meaning by section 130 as title, blah, 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 blah. <coughs> All right, whatever. Just crossed out a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Senate Bill 916 would require healthcare professionals create a separate medical file for a fetus upon first documented heartbeat. SB 829 would prohibit a school from providing students with any contraceptive drugs or device without written consent from parents. Um, HB 1656 would prohibit abortion unless the pregnancy is a result of, of rape, sexual assault, or incest that has been reported to law enforcement. Um, well, that's going away from the with the other laws. So there you go. Oklahoma, where the horrible people, something on the plains... Tim Farrell, we have the internet now and AI. Who needs parents? But the AI has become self-aware. You do not want the AI to be self-aware. Yes, Marie, knowledge is power, and that's what the conservatives don't want people to have. They don't want the people to have knowledge and or power, because if the people have the power, then they can't have power over the people. D.B. Golding, every sperm is sacred. Every sperm is sacred. Every sperm is great. If the sperm is wasted, God gets quite irate. Sorry, had to do it. Had to do it. Every sperm is wanted. Every sperm is good. Every sperm is needed in your neighborhood. 
Well, that's what the DB Golding. That's what that's what the conservatives want. They want the they want the they want them back in the kitchen, barefoot and pregnant. That's what they want. I mean, that's 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 a lot of what the uh, when I do my response videos to like the whatever podcast and to the uh, to the other podcast, uh, the Fresh and Fit. That that's what all they want women to be. They just want women to be in their traditional roles. They want them to be silent. They don't want them to be educated. They don't want modern women. They want traditional women who do traditional things in their traditional roles. And they don't want them working. They don't want, they just want them to be uh, basically receptacles for their two minutes of, of, of pleasure. So, <clears throat> Jolie can share any links. I, I forget to. I, I I have to find the. I, I I'd have to look up the links to channel, but Jolie Jolie knows how to link. Link link the stuff to Jolie has the permissions to link to to give the links to the channels or whatever. Chris. I did have to tell my young ones that the cows were dancing in the field. <laughs> Is that like dancing in the field? Like that old song. Now they artificially inseminate the cows. Oh, it might be more efficient that way. Who knows? Especially if you want the right, the right bull and the right cow and put them together to make the, 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 the best, the best of both worlds to create a, to create the best, uh, livestock for for meat or for milk, I guess. Marie, two minutes, lucky. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That these, that's that that has been my assumption for as to why these guys only want to date sexually inexperienced women is because they don't want them to know that sex can be actually good for them. So when they have you know two minutes of you know pleasure they uh, uh they they were like yes baby that's what that's how sex is like and they'd be like oh thank you so much thank you so much for giving me that two minutes of pleasure it was so good for me daddy or whatever and they'll be like you're welcome and then they won't know any better whereas if they actually met somebody and actually had to date somebody who had sexual experience and knew that sex could be you know that much more better for them and they they might actually have to put forth effort to please their partner and you know these fresh and fit podcasts or whatever podcast guys don't want to do that they they just want to you know put in the bare minimum effort for you know to get their rocks off and that's it at least that's my theory and i'm sticking to it that's my theory and i'm sticking to it They are Republicans. I mean, you know, probably if they're even political, some of them might be like, I know there's one video where the, the fresh and fit guys went on the Steven Crowder show and Steven Crowder 
you know, they were, they were disagreeing with each other because the fresh and fit guys were basically making the argument that guys should be out there banging everything that moves hypocritically while saying that women shouldn't. Um, and Crowder is more of a social conservative saying that you shouldn't do that, that you should be more, I guess, wholesome, if you will. Shockingly enough, I guess Crowder is less of a hypocrite than the fresh and fit guys, but, you know, they're still all horrible. Anyway. So one other thing I wanted to talk about. I think there might have been one other thing I wanted to talk about, but I'm not sure. Don't know. See, I remember driving down a country road with my parents when I was probably about 12. A couple horses in the field were going at it. There was awkward silence in the car. Then mom blurted out. Mom blurted out. What did mom blurt out? Don't leave us hanging, Trucker John. What did mom blurt out? We're waiting with bated breath. Well, that's how baby horses are made, and we all broke out in laughter. Just remember, <laughs> means no. So the Miller guy dosed his pregnant girlfriend and caused an abortion. These Republicans are complete hypocrites. Yep. Hypocr- hypocrisy, <laughs> balance versus restored to the universe. A hypocrisy is a uh, conservative prerequisite, as we often say, because of the Smooth sounds of Nimbus the Ocean, the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. Anyway, it feels like we're starting to get a little more raspy than normal. So I think now would be a good time to call it quits. Um, So before I overstrain my voice, uh, because it's getting close. So this is the end of today's episode of Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. I will go ahead and upload some of the Batman rant. After uh, is done, so we'll get tomorrow. Please let me get to live. I'll be live on Twitch tomorrow. Um, doing some of my gaming stuff as normal on, on Nerdy Dan, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. And then we'll be back on Wednesday, normal time, 8 p.m. Central, for more uh, Liberal Dan Radio. So till Wednesday, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.